I'm Jewel Saunders. I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I'm Matt Nussbaum. Welcome to the drive home. You couldn't even you couldn't even try and do. I, I tried. I, I practiced now in front of you. None of you heard it, but it was just so bad. I was like, let me just do Bruce Wayne instead of be like, oh, I'm being sorry with what I'm back Give us, give me, give me one. Give me no, the best. No, let me, give I'll me do it at the end. Yeah, I'll do it at the end. Bye bye. Bye bye. My bye bye will be. Uh, will be about that's a great one do you have a bane no damn well if you couldn't tell by the title or by this conversation this week we're talking about the batman uh the the latest of a long line uh, is batman the most i'm trying like the superhero that has the most movies I think so. I mean, I watched nearly all of them today, so I want to say yes. So, I don't know how you're not Batmaned out. I I couldn't get enough. I could watch more, honestly. But what are, what are your guys' relationships with Batman? I know, I mean, do you have you seen any of them? You've seen, seen the, the Dark Knights. Knights. Yeah. yeah um. <laughs> but yeah, that's really it. I'm not a. As have you, you seen can all tell, the Nolan films? Yeah, I've seen all three. I was we actually wa- I watched yeah. one for the pod, um, but. As many of you know, and it's been, I do not watch superhero movies just because they just don't interest me. Um, I think I'm more of a drama. Uh, I think you're just a hater. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm, my thing is, and I've thought about it more. It's just like, and I get it. The, the goal of movies is to make money. Not all, not the goal, but like, I just feel like it's just a doing it like just for the IP and making like, like, it's just like, we, we got it. You don't need to keep making Avengers. We, you don't need to keep making Spider-Man movies. We got it. I, I like Tobey Maguire. He's my Spider-Man. I don't care for, okay, I don't, it's not, I don't care for Andrew Garfield or Tom Holland, but I just, I'm not going to watch them. I already have my Spider-Man in my head. I already have the Batman in my head. Yeah, but by your logic, do you, you don't even need that Spider-Man. You don't even want any of the IP. It's just like, let's get, we need new ideas. I need to see new movies. I'm tired of the sequels. I'm tired of IPs. Yes, I am sounding like Amanda, but this shit is, this is I'm not this is not reflect my opinion on this movie, but I'm tired of this shit. I don't go like summer blockbusters, eh, boring. There's no actual summer blockbusters anymore. It's just like Marvel's Age of Ultron or uh Spider-Man metaverse coming from home. Like, come on now. Sweet, so you you want summer blockbusters that are not superhero movies. That's what you're asking. Oh well, I want new summer blockbusters. We don't right, the summer blockbusters don't exist anymore. There's no at this point in, in our day and age, there's no summer blockbusters. This is never going to happen again. But I would like the big I movie events to be... You disagree? Yeah, I have like a bunch on my... Yeah, but, but it, they're just going to go straight on streaming. Like, let's be... Like, well, like we we're talking about the gonna business. Out, well, well, if mean, the movies are not going to come back like they were pre-pandemic. Let's just be honest here. Just I don't honest. know, dude. My Batman screening was absolutely... Yeah, mine was yeah, packed mine was too. True. But I named it $150 million this weekend. Which is a lot, Holy and Spider Man coming from home, whatever the fuck that's called, uh, <laughs> made from home. Made uh, coming from home. Made it's the third highest film of all time, I think. Grossing. Yeah, well and, deserved. Uh, I saw it twice. Okay, so I didn't see it once. Um, for some reason, Tom Holland. I just cannot get on board with Tom Holland high train. I've never seen a movie of his. But okay, just well, like, that's why, because you've never seen any. But it just, just sound comes off as so like, like an unbased opinion. You, you don't have just, the... but it just comes off and I'm just very like I'm like, I wouldn't vibe with him. Okay, <laughs> Max, what, what's your relationship with Batman? Yeah, so 
you know, long time listeners. The Dark Knights. Long time listeners of the, the pod. Dark. Can I? Long time listeners of the pod will remember when we uh, talked about Batman Begins here um, a little while back, and you know, uh, for that I went back and, and I rewatched the entire Nolan trilogy. They're the only Batman movies I've seen. I haven't seen any of the Keatons. Um, I haven't seen any of the other shit. I'm also not a big superhero movie guy, as 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 most uh, listeners will know. But Batman is it, B- Batman and Superman, are like the two that I kind of enjoy, and so mm-hmm. it's been a it's been a good a good year for me. But so I you know, so you're a DC I love, person. I is love the Superman. Or, you meant Spider Man, right? Spider Man is what I meant. You said Superman. Super, yeah, I meant Spider Man. I'm, I'm not a Superman guy. Um, yeah, that's the one I've fell asleep in. Is it <laughs> Man of Steel? Yeah, that's a yeah. Nice. I, I love it. The... I I've seen all the other Batman movies as of today. So I've seen Keaton, I've seen Clooney, I've seen Val Kilmer. I saw the Lego Batman movie and I've seen all the Nolan movies. I haven't seen a, a minute of Ben Affleck's Batman and I don't want That's to. That's probably the right decision. That's kind yeah. of the only one that I'm going to avoid, but yeah. I love superhero movies and I love Batman. So I'm I excited. Like, I love Yeah, movie. so this was a big, I mean, this was a, you know, this was a, a big one. I was excited for this, you know, big Pattinson guy. I think he's a star. And so I was really interested to see I do it. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's really tough. Like following up the Nolan trilogy was obviously going to be such a tall task for both director and actor, right? Like mm-hmm. how do you follow this up? And like, how do you how reinvent it? And yeah. I mean, how do you do something that Bale didn't do without like, fucking it up yeah so it's tough and not an envious position to be in um and so you know i don't know what i mean i kind of know what omid thought because i can i can assume what omid thought what the hell does that mean because you're just out here already like in it with a a negative tone i'm, I'm there's no negative tone i just said this movie didn't just do- no i just said I'm just not a superhero guy that's it that's all i said i just want new movies right so i'm saying that so i'm, I'm presuming that that how did you like this movie? Uh, right, Matt Reeves did not change your mind. I, I didn't say, or I didn't confirm or deny that. All right, well, now's your chance. Well, you want me to you want me to go into it? We're going straight into Batman. Okay. Uh, it was it was fine. <laughs> it was fun. I, I I thought I would dislike it more. Really, but I think yeah. No, but yeah. So like, what were your your expectations? Walking, right. So for 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 you know. A little behind the scenes look here for the for the viewers you know i we, we were we were figuring out what movie we wanted to watch to talk about on this week's episode and i had my tickets for an early screening of batman um secured like a while back um like a day before it like had its premiere on i, I saw wednesday night um and so i was already going to see it and i know Omid was not planning on seeing it but jewel i know you were planning on seeing it so we were talking and we we're like oh you know we should do batman and Omid was not enthused by the idea. Um, but of course, you know, he, he, he graciously- uh, A team player. Right, he is a team player. He graciously agreed to do it. And so I'm, I'm interested, what was kind of your mindset walking into this theater knowing that you're about to sit through three hours of Batman? So the three hours was my issue. It's just like three hours for a fucking superhero movie. Like I don't even commit an hour and a half once a, once a season to watch any of the other superhero movies. So I was like three hours. Um, that was really it. I, I like I'd heard good things about it. So I was like, OK, maybe I'm being a little harsh on it. Um, 
but I just like the three hours was a little long. It was actually extremely long. Like I, uh, there, so I you think felt, been, you felt the three hours. Yes. Yes. Wasn't like drive I, my car like three and a half and, hours. And yeah, no, three hours. They're, they're drive my car is three hours. Yeah, and I, and my, the only reason drive my car is a four and a half, not a five is because I think drive my car, it could have been cut down a little bit. Like some of the mm-hmm. last scenes, like I got why it's there, but it could have just been conveyed through one of the mm-hmm. earlier scenes. So don't come for my drive my car. Like I don't. <laughs> I love drive my car. I mean, yeah. I think um, they're both great. I gladly sat there three hours. Um, no, but it was just felt like I I I think I appreciate like the I'm giving it three and a half. Like so, like a three and a half for me. My book is not bad. Like it's it's the it's mm-hmm. it's a good movie. Um, I thought like I just I don't know. I just felt all over the place, but I did did love how like grimy and like the environment they set up is like mm-hmm. the shit is the city's always going to be shit and if he doesn't realize it like this vengeance is never going to work out you're going to have to find some oh so, excuse me spoiler alert whatever so it's a more of a detective movie which i think i appreciated more than like look at me and my powers look how rich i am which i think mm-hmm. ba- that's batman's power it's just that he's rich and his parents died when he was a kid and he's like i gotta avenge their deaths so it's yeah. like my, th- my thing about good batman, voice i like that no <laughs> My thing about Batman too is just like, I think he's the most human superhero, and I think that's why I'm okay watching. No, no, let's oh, just say like, I think he's the least. No, I but think like he's the weirdest. I think no, oh, I think he's super weird, but I also think like he's just like he just rich people are like Batman. Honestly, they just use their money to do whatever the fuck they want, for better or worse, for the world. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like Spider Man, I feel like is pretty grounded and pretty real compared to like Batman, who is pretty out of touch and just like a loner type, which is what I loved about this movie was that it made him such an emo little freakazoid. And I loved that. So you, you <laughs> I enjoyed thought it was that. amazing. Yes, I thought it was so good because it was very different from, I mean, I saw this before I saw the other ones today, but it was different from the version that we got of. Christopher Nolan's Batman, which was this grand origin story, like kind of larger than life. He had, um, what's his face, Lucius And he had all of these like elements kind of building him up to be Bruce Wayne versus Batman. Whereas this Batman, he was a little bit younger. I think he's supposed to be like 28 or something. Um, he's only been at this for a little bit. I don't think he was that good at it, but he was still scary. He was not good at it. <laughs> but like I think that's three what steps was great. Behind. But that's what was great about it was that he was just still kind of figuring it out and was just like journaling and listening to Nirvana and was just a little emo weirdo. And I thought that was amazing because it was different. It was a new version of the of Batman than we've seen. It wasn't the Playboy, right? I think to me, and and again, it's it's unfair, but it's it's kind of unavoidable to go into this movie, at least for me and not be comparing it pretty much beat for beat to Batman Begins. Um, mm-hmm. Just because we're setting off a new a new string of Batman movies and it's just kind of just how my brain works. I'm going in and I'm trying really hard to separate it, but it's difficult. And I think that you both kind of touched on, on, on two things that really stand out in kind of looking at those two movies in tandem in that first, Begins is is a grandiose origin story. Mm-hmm. It, is, it, is a, it is a dark and and creepy and gritty origin right yeah. and it, it's phenomenal for what it I, I i love that movie i love that movie i think it's great whereas this one 
like Omid said, it's 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 honestly it's 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 a detective movie, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's it's it it has more of those like mystery elements, you know. We're solving crime. It's a crime thriller more than it is a superhero movie. Um, and I liked that direction. I thought that was a wise choice because I thought the movie stood on its own with mm-hmm. those elements without the additional creating of this Batman character and Batman universe. And so when you combine what I thought was a pretty compelling mob underground crime story with the building up of these characters, right? We have we have our villain, you know what I mean? We have Riddler and and we get Penguin and and we get Penguin. Batman. That's something to say about Penguin. Batman. I have a lot like, to say about it. Has, dude, I, we got... I was... Wait. Okay, but okay. Go. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I think it took both sides. It has its Batman story and it has like its own, like kind of its own separate, just its Gotham story. Mm-hmm. And I thought it wove them pretty well. I, 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 was, I was enjoying it. Like, did it have as much character development as begins did for batman of course not but that's not what this movie was trying to do um i still walked out i can't wait to see the next one you know and so i think it was successful and yet i enjoyed watching this mystery unfold um and trying to figure it out and so i i i I appreciated that take on the start of this new character of this new batman i liked as well that we didn't get so much of bruce wayne like he was Batman for most of it. And Nearly think, all of the movie, right? Yeah, I mean, like we got that scenes. character. And I think we also got like a really unique version of Gotham that we haven't seen before and of um, Wayne Manor as well. Like it looked like the, the mansion in Beauty and the Beast. Like it looked so gothic and weird. And I, just, everything about him, I just really liked. I liked his eye makeup how he just had it kind of just streaming down his face like it looked I just think he was it was interesting to not have to see him really grapple between Bruce Wayne and Batman because he really doesn't want to be Bruce Wayne like we're not really seeing that and I thought that was a very fresh good take on this character and I think you could see a lot of influences as well that Matt Reeves has already spoke about like he also envisioned it as kind of like a Woodward and Bernstein, like Watergate scandal situation yeah. between him and um, Jeffrey Wright as um, Commissioner Gordon, which I loved. I think Jeffrey Wright was amazing. Phenomenal. And I also think this was a funny movie. So that's my, I thought it was funny as well. And I told yeah. people that and they're like, it was funny. I go, you must have missed jokes. But that's, it was so that funny was, and it kept but, its tone the whole but, time. But I don't know if the humor matched like the, the grim of it all. And I was like, I don't know oh, if I, I appreciate it. I, I would thought it was just very like, it just fell all over the place. Like, like having that comedy in such a dark, grimy movie. Like I like the jokes, don't get me wrong, but I was like, is this the right thing? They place weren't for this? outward jokes. Like it was just, it was just kind of like clever. I don't know. I thought it was just funny observations. Like some when, of like some of the police interactions, they were funny just for like like you'd seen a sitcom. And I was just but like, like between Gordon and um Batman, especially, I think they were a funny duo together. And yeah. especially with Penguin, every scene with Penguin I thought was so funny. Yeah. We waddled away like a penguin. I laughed. I laughed really hard. Like the what penguin. So I was like, everyone's like, yeah, Colin Farrell's in this for me. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, he is. I'm excited. I'm like, where the hell is he? I go through the whole entire movie. I'm like, where the fuck is Colin Farrell? And so 
you get to the last scene and, and the two characters interact. I'm not going to spoil it, but the two characters interact. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> Riddler's in prison and he's interacting with... You're going to say my favorite part of the movie right now. I mean, someone else. Really? You're going to ruin You're going to ruin my big point of my well, favorite part well, of the movie. Well, can I just... Well, I want to say something. So I thought that someone else was Colin Farrell. I was like, this is a Colin Farrell movie, like five, literally two minutes of film like time. <laughs> and then the credits roll. Like Zendaya and Dune, bro. And then no, and, then, and she got a little more time. And then and then the credits roll, and they go Colin Farrell, Penguin. I go, what the fuck? They they did a really good job disguising him. Yeah, incredible job. I, I said that he'd gone into Starbucks as his character just to like test out if he was unrecognizable, and he said nobody recognized him in Starbucks's. Really? <laughs> He's manic. I was watching interviews Ever. with him, and he is one he's amazing he's i love him he's one, of, he's one of my favorite actors too yeah um but yeah so that would that, that was called but also i just one of my friends texted me uh did you guys notice there was a good time convenience store yeah i i didn't notice that he just told me that Nuss that's one of Nuss's favorite movies and there's a convenience store named good time because of the because of the movie yeah um, matt reeves wanted to do this batman with robert pattinson in mind after he saw him in good time like he wrote that, he wrote it, he got signed, he signed on in 2017, right when he saw Good Time. And then he wrote this version of him with him in mind. So yeah, great movie. Yeah, I, I love, I mean, as a, as Amit said, I love Good Time. Um, and Good Time is what really like kind of put me on to Pattinson um, as like a supremely like talented actor right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's an interesting, I look at those two movies and specifically Pattinson's performances in the two movies. And that's one of my one of the one of my uh, minor and few issues with with the Batman. Um, but it is one of them. Was I just found Pattinson to be a touch too limited, um, and I think that that's a nature of the script, and that's a nature of this movie and what Reeves is trying to build with this movie. Mm-hmm. I really loved the idea that we have this so aggressively moody and just sad boy mm-hmm. Batman to start off with like like Jewel is already real sad boy hours so so much like more eloquently said and I and I liked that I just thought it really limited Pattinson's range and I just think like you watch good time you can see how he can bounce off the walls he can go from one end of the spectrum to the next like super caring to fucking psychopath in the drop of a dime and i thought that in this one he was just a bit limited by his character um and and having an actor as good as pattinson i thought kind of locked behind this just angsty moodiness it seemed to me like a missed opportunity not that pattinson was bad i just thought yeah he could have done more you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. this is it just felt like you have such a such a time. It's constrained, yeah. But, yeah I, but I think, but I think, but I think it's gonna work out. I think, like, yeah, because I think this. I'll is look back on growth. It. Remember, you remember when you you listening to pop punk in fifteen? Yeah. You, you moody, you grow when I'm you're still coming. listening to pop punk. At Unfortunately, so. um, but um, but exactly. No, I do, and, and so that's I, I I think that we'll let him out of his cage a little more, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be better. But but still, you know, but still, it it was one it was one issue, but. You know, a, a, a one of my favorite parts of this movie that you know we haven't talked about and, I, and just have to talk about is, is the score, man. I mean, I mean, my Michael Giacchino just 
slaughters another one. I mean, like, just absolutely kills another one. It's just, he is so good. I, I love him. I mean, I've, t- I've talked about him on this podcast because uh, he did Super 8, and I, the score in Super 8 was really fucking good. Obviously, um, the score in, in Up is ridiculously good. Um, he's, he's, he, he, he's, he's one of the most talented composers working. And I thought he nailed it in this one. Every, every, every beat was great. And I was just really, it's one of those things, man, like before you start noticing, like when you start noticing a score in a movie and you keep noticing it, it, it reels you in. That, that, but but that also, a score can also be very distracting too. Of course. Did you you find this one distracting? I didn't find it distracting, but I just found it to be there. And I thought it like I, I thought it helped in some scenes. And some scenes like, all right, we're we're doing a little too much here. Like mm-hmm. tone it tone it a little down. The Nirvana songs though, Keon Keon, I watched it with my brother Keon, and he he's like obsessed with the Nirvana songs now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thought it was, they're good songs. They're great like, songs. But... Yeah, but I was like, come on, we could have picked maybe like like Nirvana. I think they set the tone well though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I the 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 Ave Maria motif. Throughout yeah. the whole oh yeah we haven't talked about riddler was killed and, and we'll get know and, 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 and we'll get there but i the ave maria was so well done i thought like i just i just i love that i thought it was a yeah. perfect choice for like it was very of, larger than life exactly life. for yeah. this riddler character who mm-hmm. really what he does best and like where where i think to me what i'm going to remember the most about him as a villain is is it's not, he's trying to start the movement, right? He's trying to start a movement and it's not about him. It's about everything else. And I thought that having Ave Maria as kind of his theme song was a, was a really strong choice. Um, so I'd love that. What, speaking of Riddler, right? Like it, it's not a Batman movie without a villain, right? And so what are our, what are our thoughts on good old Paul Dano and, uh, I thought and he was, creepy little Riddler? Was I thought, yeah, I thought he was great. My favorite scene of his was, in the mental hospital, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and like where he goes, and he goes, you don't know, you like, I'm not gonna, yeah, but like, I think he's great. I thought he was, I, I think he, okay, Daniel Taylor's character, like, he, he is when in there will be blood. He's on the same level as Daniel Taylor's, and that's really hard to do. I don't think they. So I've always respected Paul Dano. Yeah, uh, he's a powerhouse. He yeah, is a power. I didn't know that it was so. I, you know, oh, really. I do such a, I, I like try really hard to not know anything about movies that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. And so not only did I not know that Colin Farrell was in this, I did not know that Jeffrey Wright was in this. I had no idea that Paul Dano was Riddler. I had no idea. I knew Riddler was the villain, mm-hmm. but I did not know that it was Paul Dano. And when we finally see that it's Paul Dano, I was, I was like, dude, is that fucking Paul Dano? Are you serious, <laughs> man? Like, are you serious? Because he's so good. He's the creepiest little shit you've ever seen. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think he's really chewing up the scenery too in like the best way, like when he sings Ave Maria. And I also really liked that moment in Arkham Asylum too, where he thinks, where, um, where Batman thinks that he's found out and connected the dots of who he is. And he hasn't, and he just, he plays it so well, and he's just so creepy, but like, he's really realistic. I don't know. I think that like, it's pretty difficult with the Batman movies because a lot of them rely on the villains more than they've relied on the Batman in what my viewings today. And especially in Nolan's trilogy, I mean, Scarecrow, is Joker, um Bane like those are some iconic iconic portrayals of those characters 
And I, I mean, I know Joker for sure steals the show in um, Dark Knight, but I think sometimes they have, I don't know, just in this new iteration, it, they have a little bit to live up to. We don't know what Penguin's going to become yet. I mean, right. we see Catwoman as an ally versus a um, an enemy, mm-hmm. but Riddler's Is she an enemy really, in other films. Yeah, but she's also her. I love her. Have amazing chemistry in Batman Returns. Go watch that. It's on Hulu. Go watch it today. Really? So good. <laughs> I would. Another Batman. What were there? So, you know, we talk about we talk about Catwoman, and 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 we've got Zoe Kravitz here as as Catwoman. Um, I'll, what are your, I'll, what are your I'll, thoughts? I'll like it was. I thought she was like not very good. She was my <gasps> least favorite part of the movie. What? I thought we could have. Well, this is at least the least surprising thing about this whole podcast was that my, take. My, my my like so like I said like I, I I thought Pattinson was kind of restrained a little bit and they kept him in a box that was like my second least favorite thing about the movie by far my least favorite thing about the movie was the entire cat inclusion of a Catwoman plotline I thought it was why because so here's my thing um, I thought that the, the the romantic element was so forced I I I, I found well, it to be not gratifying in any way there you know there was no tension to me so when you have that moment when you have the kiss there's nothing there there's no fireworks it was a dud for me and so I just she was eating up a lot of screen time and we didn't need to connect her so and again you know if you're still listening and and you worry about spoilers you should stop but so spoilers right like when we have Falcone be her dad right Mm -hmm. it's like we didn't need that it was it was superfluous we could have just had her involved because her friend her best friend and her roommate has been involved and now kidnapped and is missing right like it felt like having that extra added element of her being of mm-hmm. him being her dad it just felt to me like uh like reeves kind of not having enough trust in in creating like a, a, this world and just we need another another layer another layer of craziness of like oh shit it's her dad and so I just really disliked that as mm-hmm. like, I don't know, as, as a plot point, and it took up a lot of time. I mean, this is a three hour movie. I, I thought it dragged just a, just a touch. I thought it was maybe 10 mm-hmm. minutes too long. And I think a clear cut could have been a lot of the Catwoman stuff. I just didn't think it worked. Something about Kravitz's performance like didn't draw me in in any way. And I think maybe Pattinson's like angsty moodiness had something to do with it. And maybe that kept that's me at a distance from the from the relationship. But so I think that's the reason why. Like I don't, mm-hmm. unless the goal. Like I haven't listened to interviews, but like I think the reason it for me in my interpretation is the reason it seems so. I mean, like, like I I feel like she's into it more than him, but he's not. Is because he is this emo secluded. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to engage. Like I'm I'm a loner vibes. Be at a distance. Exactly, and so I think Bruce and Batman. Yeah, so I think for me, my interpretation of it is like I like I, I thought your performance was fine. I like Zoe Kravitz and other roles with like High Fidelity, Go Stream It on Hulu. Fidelity. Yeah, but June canceled too I, soon. I know, um, but I think your point of like it felt like there's no fireworks. I, I think my interpretation was it is that that's the point. It's yeah. like there shouldn't Maybe. be fire points because that's this romance is f- like one side. Like when you're in a relationship, if you're one side is more involved than the other you'll notice it and everyone else will be because you're like you can see this person's not engaged and he's trying to but because of his trauma and other i mean <laughs> of his trauma and this is your luckless <laughs> and also yeah do you even that, know his trauma you know oh yeah, you've seen batman begins okay yeah but i do appreciate um, that we didn't get that the, we, we, we all we all know no That's, martha's pearls on the ground it's just <laughs> so 
that's what I'm saying. Like there was a lot of this movie that felt it, it was like intentionally like just we don't need this is already hashed. Push straight into it. Yeah. We've already dealt with this. But it's like, straight, there's nothing to the point new that three hours. he could say about a lot of things. And I appreciate that we didn't try to, you know, reinvent mm-hmm. the wheel with a lot of a lot of Batman stuff. And he and he tried to do his own his own route. And I thought that he was successful in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a Batman movie. I mean, I don't know, like a lot of the fight choreography I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, the there's car a, chase was so good. The, the car chase was incredible. And there's a scene in the club, in Falcone's club, where they use the lights of the club to kind of narrate a fight. And it was awesome. I mean, like that's that's exactly what I want out of a fight scene. I was super into it. And, and so, you know, while I thought this was like a, a good, a pretty good like movie in a lot of ways, it still has your hallmarks of a big action superhero movie. And I think a lot of those beats, they hit well too. So, you know, I think this is one that a lot of people are are gonna like. I, I don't think there's a whole lot not to like yeah. in this one, aside from the length, but like, why wouldn't you? I don't know, like, sure. I, I have no issue with a three hour movie. I like spending three hours in my night watching a movie. That's, I, I, I can't imagine, as long as you're fine with that, like really finding a whole lot of, of issue with this movie. Personally, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm impressed. I walked, I, I walked out, I was super nervous for it. And I walked out like super fucking impressed. Cause I, I mean, I don't think this even really felt that much like a superhero movie to me no. too. Like, because I think that's the why villain I was like, that. A, exactly. Like it was a serial killer. Like it's it crime, was, it's a crime it was a crime, it is. like noir kind yeah. of detective buddy cop like comedy <laughs> and not a comedy, but in, but like, in a way in it has those, it, was, it has that. Right. There was just like such, there were such funny parts when he was flying and then he hits, he just hits like a bridge and he But falls. it's because he's so like, yes, yeah, he's so jerk. new to this. Yeah. yeah. He's not but, like the suave, all knowing, all high tech, amazing, incredibly well done Bruce Wayne. Like he's just learning. Like he's, he's, he's figuring it out. And I really liked that about him. I couldn't agree more. I know. And then like my, what really sold me on the movie and not even just like sold me on this movie, but has sold me on this new iteration of Batman and what makes me so excited for the next one is in Omid. I, I thought Omid was going to say it, but he didn't. But well, I have something on my mind, like I'm to my tongue and I can't think of it right now. So maybe you're, you're going to hopefully cover okay. it. Well, Omid was, he said, he mentioned earlier how you really can't recognize Confer on this movie. Oh yeah. And so there's a scene That's at the end of the movie. And again, please spoilers, please do not listen to this. If you have not seen the movie. But at the end of the movie, I don't know who's ever clicking on an episode. I, you, you, I do sometimes. I'll like, and I'll be like, oh, I kind of want. I want to hear. I want to hear if they liked it or not. You know what I mean? And then like, yeah, okay. Sometimes you get spoiler. Um, but so we have Riddler sitting in the mental hospital, and he's talking to another mental patient, and then that patient gives a nice rousing little French speech of friendship, and then hits us with an iconic laugh. And we're like, here he is. Well, we don't know it's. Do we know it's, it it's Joker? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Come on. You saw the it looked yeah. like Two Face. He really looks like Two Face for a second, the way his well, makeup was. And, and so it's just so cool. We see, we only get a little bit off. Yeah. Right. We just get a part of his face, and he hits a he hits an awesome, an awesome laugh, and his his intonation is really cool, and the things that he's saying to Riddler, mm-hmm. I'm sold, and I'm sitting there. And I'm like, holy shit, I can't wait to find out who the next Joker is. I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, whatever. Cool. Like, I'm, I'm ready for this next movie. It's going to be awesome. Give me a Joker. 
and here come credit. We cut the credits, like one of the last scenes. We cut the credits. We got Robert Pattinson. We got Zoe Kravitz. We got Jeffrey Wright. And then it go in the middle. It just it's not. He's not even the last name on the list. He's unnamed. They, they drew, right, but that's that's not even. I'm saying like literally when they cut the black and then they start doing title cards before they mm-hmm. before rolling credits when it's it's pat it's just it's dropping names of the stars Pattinson, Kravitz, Wright, Farrell, Barry Keegan keeps dropping more names. Just drops Keegan that's in and it keeps dropping more names. He was on. I was like, yes, bro. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. I'm sitting in I my seat. That. And I see Barry Key, and I'm like, who the fuck was Barry Keegan? Was not yeah, in that wait. fucking movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Barry Keegan was not in that movie. What? What yeah, am I yeah. missing? I here? didn't know he was. I don't and think that makes sense because he's at I the start, red carpet event. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As I start like walking, I'm like, oh my god, no fucking way. So I'm still. I'm sorry. I'm an IMDb creep. I, I knew he was in it. Did so you? I was like anticipating. Okay. <laughs> I didn't really know that he was going to be the Joker though. I just, I, I was waiting for him to pop up somehow. Yeah. Um, But I love that actor. He is amazing. But so he might not, I mean, there isn't a second movie like on deck. Yet. Yet? I mean, it's got to be that like, Matt Reeves wants to make a, if he wants our it, pack there. has a deal with Warner Brothers to do a three, he has a three picture deal. So he's, set to go for another trilogy but uh, matt reeves stated in an interview i think today that um he filmed another scene with joker kind of like a manhunter style where yeah. um, batman comes in and asks and tries to get into the head of riddler um but that scene was cut and then this scene was almost cut but he wanted to include it just to show that there was a reason for him to stay behind and not leave with selena there was a reason for him to stay in gotham because mm-hmm more shit was going to happen basically. Right. Um, oh, so that's why he kept it in, but he didn't necessarily say like the next movie is going to be Joker. He I'll, didn't set it up cry. like a post-credit, but he could, I mean, he, he would be he's a great actor. Like he would do a really good portrayal of that. So the perfect, I would to love me, it. that's exactly what I would want to see out of like, he's again, this creepy fucking little dude that would just be so <laughs> psychotic to make a joke. So I'm standing there and I'm like, he, holy shit, it's going to bury key in. And now I'm like, unbelievably stoked and i'll be very upset if like the next movie is not it's not at least somewhat with a with a with a with a barry keaton joker yeah i'd also like to see who they would cast as harley quinn yeah a younger harley quinn i saw a twitter thread today like going through actresses Mm -hmm. and one of the recommendations was Haley lou richardson oh my girl they recommended i was like oh my god that's such a good idea my girl she'd be great and then another person was like i don't want to i don't i want to see Rachel Sennett audition. Yeah. I don't know. I want to see her do it, but I want to see her just read for Great point. I was talking with my, like, my buddies after the movie, and he was, we were just like, all right, the next minute, the next one, it's got to be time for Robin to come back, right? I mean, it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> we haven't oh. seen this man in so I long. I wonder who, we, who they'd cast. Where's our, where's our, where's our good old green Chris and O'Donnell is disgusting as Robin. I hated him Robin in sucks. both of the the shoemaker films that i watched today he yeah. was awful and he had an awful little earring and i hated him so we need, a, we need just to not robin. Fit. he just does not fit but i just like feel like we got to give him a shot give give yeah. robin a shot let me let me hear it um omi did it did anything jog your memory did you remember yes i did but you guys kept talking it wouldn't let me speak so it's whatever um yeah me emo batman whatever um no what was i gonna say oh yeah yeah i kind of oh on the ending, I kind of wanted him to fail. Like it was kind of annoying that he things ended up working out. Like it's not ending up working out. Shit's just gonna get worse and worse. But in the sense of like, 
him like going to Madison Square Garden, Gotham Square Garden. They really just copied and pasted New York. There's not even people are saying well, Chicago, it has, but it always has. No, been. I know, but people, no, but people, Nolan, the Nolan films that make a mix of Chicago and New York. But um, it's still New York. I don't know. This one was just New York. There was nothing, nothing else about it. But I kind of just didn't want it to work out. Like I think because of how the film was going and the grittiness of it all, is like they, he he should fail. Like he should fail and like go do something else. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, that, that's the one thing I was going to say. And then with Barry Keegan, like, I didn't even know it was him, and I totally forgot he was in a film. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw him on the red carpet, like, on Twitter, and I was like, oh, interesting, he's in this film. And then I just totally forgot, and then that makes sense that he was that final scene. But um, but was it the final like scene? A, a mini... No, there was another... And there was one after, yeah. There was one I think it was... Um, oh, it was a goodbyes. Colin. Yeah. yeah. He's um, like a little mini Colin Farrell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the uh, killing sacred deer. Um, but then the after credit scene, I was ready to go. Kim was like, "Let's die." So like, stupid. Okay. The so dumb. I should have left. We waited for like we started walking out, me and my buddies, and we were standing at the ramp to like leave the theater. And my buddy's like, "Oh shit, wait, I think there's an after credit." Yeah, because like, oh, other people stayed. Because other people stayed. Well, I didn't say. So I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool, all right." Like, like so, we sit there, we we wait, we wait, we wait. The stupidest after credit scene, bro so dumb yeah Not, don't say you don't Love have to it. say it's 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 it, it's, it's, it's part of riddler's uh it's riddler's, interface riddler's yeah, you interface. know like the green like coding interface that, that everyone uses to like for like hackers yeah. like uh, it's you know, 500 followers yeah right yeah so it's literally just the question it's oh, like a question mark that discord his well, dude, discord so that's, that's the one so thing funny. i want you know that was so was, funny i want to wrap comments up on the discord that was the funniest thing to me like like i loved the 500 these guys got 500 like fanatical you know what i mean like whole like fucking yeah. incels and i just thought that was a really cool take man a nice like cool modern take on like a villain yeah. right? it's interesting yeah. you wrote that in 2017 that's what i'm saying like it, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it feels odd because we're walking out and i'm like dude this could like this is happening uh, of course there are some private you know discords and 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 yeah, streamers like trying to conspire you know what i mean like Mm-hmm. I, this is also real and so it was just crazy it's funny like they show the chat comments and some of them were like actually we got like, you bro we they're got fun. you yeah, yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah. and someone's like making jokes like yeah you can go get your army supplies at like this that wasn't funny they were planning the attack I know, but, no but, but the fact that they were like that hyping was... each other up it was just planning no, the attack. some of them was happy, but no but it was more just like oh we got you bro don't worry about it i was yeah. just like yeah Pete, that sounds realistic um one other thing I'll say is it's yeah. like it just worked out for him a little too much. Like it's just like, yeah, welcome like, to superhero movie. <laughs> exactly, and that's why I think and I don't love it. It's just like, oh, it was under the carpet it, all along. It was right there. Like, come on, come on now. Um, but I kind of wanted him to fail. I think the reason I want superhero, I don't like superheroes because I want them to not. I don't want things to work out for people. I know, but okay, if you watch other superhero movies, you'll realize that they but don't. Then, and then but that's then the next sequels, but no, and then, then the, exactly. So it's just like, what's the point? I know at the end of the day, you're just doing this to make entertainment. Money. Entertainment. I'll see my entertainment and actual new ideas. Anyways, with that, Anyways, yep. Uh, we are gonna move on from Batman. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's gonna be in theaters for a while, so you have time. Um, but this episode will always be here. But before, but with that, we are gonna move on to part two of this episode. And with the Batman being, the, I would say, one of the most anticipated, if not the most anticipated movie of 2022, mm-hmm. we wanted to discuss our most anticipated movies of 2022. Mm-hmm. We did this last year for uh, 2021, and we had some hit and misses, but 
overall, we're excited to do this again. And hopefully after this episode, you listen, you're like, oh shit, I want to share my take. Please send it to us. Listen to this voicemail saying what your favorite, what your most anticipated movie of 2022 is. Yeah. Um, oh, me, I would, before we get into ours for this year, what were, remind was me. my what last we, year? Yeah. I mean, what were a couple of years from last year? How'd, yeah. they, how'd they turn out for you? So my five, I think I spoke about were Zola, mm-hmm. uh, King Richard, Shiva Baby, Boogie, and then next goal wins. So a couple hits on there. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say a couple, like mostly hits. Honestly, I mean, three hits, right? Three. Boogie hits. was Boogie was disappointing, but I also thought Boogie was high, bad, right? Yeah, but I don't have the highest expectations either. I was just like, I'm excited to see this story with this director and Pop Smoke. Um, so that wasn't like I was like I'm anticipating like a five star masterpiece with Boogie. I, I knew it was not going to be great, but at least I saw it. But yeah, Zola was good. I like Zola. King Richard, I really liked. Shiver Baby, I really liked. Next Goal Wins never came out. Uh, I think it's, I don't know what, they're in production or post-production. And then Last Night in Soho was on my list, but I didn't talk about it. I I'm, I, I didn't even watch it, and I don't think I will. So, whatever. Yeah. And that's what yeah. your five. My, my list was not as successful as yours. Um, well, it depends on who you ask. But So, uh, I talked about last year how excited I was for the continuing... Um, emergence of Thomas and McKenzie as my favorite young actress. Um, she had two, she started in two movies that came out last year. Um, M. Night Shyamalan's Old and um, Last Night in Soho with Donnie Taylor-Joy. And I did not like either of them. I thought they were both bad, two of the worst movies I saw last year. Um, and I thought Thomason was pretty average in Old. She was good in Last Night in Soho. I liked her quite a bit there, but and old, I really didn't like her. So that was kind of a myth. That was a miss. That was a whiff. Um, she was also in The Power of the Dog. She was. She, she had a really was. Small, really small role in Power yeah. of the Dog. Well, there's six roles in that movie. Okay, yeah. seven. Counting uh, Bronco Henry, but still. <laughs> Bronco um, Henry, baby. Um, yeah, but she but yeah, had a so role. She, it was, she was good. Yeah, she, she, she was, she was already, you know, I didn't have a lot to show. But so my Thomason prediction didn't fully come to fruition, but I still have faith. Um, she'll, ha- she'll break out. Um, I had... Uh, Coconata's After Yang, which released in theaters this week as we're recording it. Um, I am seeing it in theaters in two days. To I'm seeing it tomorrow. The, uh, the viewing that I had cut short during Sundance um, of it. So I'm very excited to finally get to see this one. So I haven't seen that one yet. And then the three movies that didn't totally disappoint me that came out. Um, I had Wes Anderson's French Dispatch on here to see where uh, on the spectrum from Grand Budapest Hotel to Rushmore, this one would slot in, and I can uh, pretty confidently slot it in right in the middle. Um, just right there, a very average West movie, but it was a, a fun watch nonetheless. Um, speaking of movies flooded with star talent, another one of mine was Adam McKay's Don't Look Up, um, a pretty divisive movie that most people are hating on that I kind of liked. I did not hate it as much as most did. I thought it was it was pretty solid on the no satire. Um, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it as much as I have enjoyed some of McKay's other films, but still not a bad pick. And then uh, my last one was my my, my man David Lowry's Green Knight, um, which I liked quite a bit. It ended up um, in my top ten of the year and uh, pretty pretty high up on my top ten. And it absolutely lived up to my expectations. Um, 
you know, it, it, is, it was great. I mean, I knew the score was going to be good and it was, and uh, I just really, really enjoyed it. So hopefully this time next year, I'll have a couple more hits with my five, but uh, Jewel, why don't you, why don't you go ahead and what are you, what are you, what are you really dying to see this year? And well, before we get there, Jewel, you submitted a, your voice recording last year. Oh as well yeah, that's right. You talked about After Yang last year. Top twenty one. The top twenty. Yeah, top After five. Yang was definitely like my most anticipated, and I watched it today. Gave it five stars. Had a total breakdown. Are you cried serious? Midway through, I thought it was amazing. Are you serious? I'm not gonna like spoil yeah, it for you guys because you guys are gonna uh, watch it. I got buried by all the Bat Bands. I missed it. <laughs> I know. I watched a lot of Batman today, um, but I did sneak in an After Yang viewing. Um, I definitely want to see it again in the theaters. It's not released anywhere near me. So I, I don't know when I'll get to do that, but. Um, did you like it more than Columbus? I think I did maybe like it more wow. than Columbus. I mean, wow. I don't know. They're both, Columbus is one of my favorites. It's like very contemplative. Mm-hmm. And I, but this one, there was just something about it. Like I'll wait till you guys have seen it so that we can talk about it. But it was, it was like really broke my heart a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and also just like, sewed it back together it was just so affecting and i love ai stories in general and i love colin farrell there was a lot to love about it i loved the style um so yeah lived up to the hype definitely one of my happy anticipations yeah and then i mean so how do we want to do this this year what we have five each five movies slash categories i can just go in on my fifth just go, you know. Oh, you ranked? I didn't rank one. I didn't rank. I just kind of, I, mean, I know. I just got a yeah, list. Yeah, I just have a lot. Yeah, so why don't you just, we'll do like maybe just, two each. Yeah, just, just two you know, and then one last, yeah. Okay, my first most anticipated of 2022 is what I'm going to call the Brad Pitt domination of 2022, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen Brad Pitt in a couple of years. 2019. Had, All right, come on. Yeah, it's 2020. <laughs> it's 2022. <laughs> 2022 yeah <laughs> jesus um so it's 2022 we haven't seen him since ad astra and once upon a time in hollywood both heavy hitters great films wow this are you serious has... what i did not know you liked ad astra i thought that oh movie... that was such ad a astra movie. ad astra buddy i, I, I really astra. did not like that movie at all oh i love that movie okay so boring whatever okay. um that also fits okay so this also fits in my kind of both of my conversations with this so he's got bullet train coming up that's on my list looks incredible the the trailer dropped this week it's david leach i'm gonna watch it go watch it it looks so good it's got the same the director directed i think deadpool 2 produced all of the john wick movies i saw that today i love john wick i could watch the john wick movies over and over and over again i love the style of it it's a it's about assassins on a train brad pitt honestly seems a little bit goofy like it seems really fun um aaron taylor johnson's in it brian terry henry is in it it looks stacked. So I'm so stoked for that. So that comes out July 15th. And then we have Babylon, which is Damien Chazelle's next mm-hmm. movie coming out around Christmas. So but, cannot wait. Yeah, but and then we also have, he's going to be in Lost City. So I'm excited about that too. Lost City yeah. looks, I think Lost City looks interesting. That looks it's so been, fun. It's in all my trailers. Like every trailer of mine has that's shown yeah. up on the trailers. And so I'm that like, comes out this week. I'm, I'm like, sure. do, they're really doing a good job advertising. It's the same trailer I see, but I'm like, it could be a good time, but I don't think I'll pay money to go see it. Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock are so funny. Channing Tatum is like our most underrated. Him and Zac Efron, I think, are like two of the funniest actors that are just 
typecasted as hot dudes a lot and they should just be in comedies most of the time so I'm excited for that um also Patty Harrison and Bowen Yang are going to be in that too so I'm I'm really excited to see that but Babylon Damien Chazelle I loved First Man I think that was a little bit underrated after Whiplash and La La Land but First Man I thought really lived up to my expectations so I'm really excited to see what Babylon is it's going to be old Hollywood Margot Robbie's in it um I think Tobey Maguire's in it, Smart Weaving. This looks like a really good cast, but led by Brad Pitt. So that is, I'm really, really excited about. Yeah, I mean. That's my, Babylon. Brad Pitt, yeah, dominating. I, it's, it's, it, it does feel like it's uh, playing out that it really might be a Brad, a Brad Pitt year. Um, I've got, you know, Babylon's on, on my list as well. Um, just I, Damien Chazelle, just really, I, I haven't seen First Man. I need to. It's like you one should. of it's, I, it's terrible that I haven't seen it because like La La Land and Whiplash, two of my favorite movies ever. Um, yeah, we also made, haven't had Gosling in a while too. So, so, I mean. so like I'm really excited to see what we get here. Like I'm not sick of Hollywood. Give me yes. all the Hollywood movies. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Old Hollywood, I don't. About I don't care. Get with with this. We already have fucking being in the Ricardos. Like, let's like, come on. No, with this cast, bro, fleas in this movie. Fleas in this movie, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm 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 excited. I'm really I'm yeah, really. Excited I trust Giselle. I just I know he's gonna. It's gonna be good. Like you just know it's it's been in the works for a while. So I think that's gonna live up. I don't know. Hopefully, I don't eat my words, but I think that's gonna live up to its hype. Agree. Um, hell yeah. Those are a couple. Those are a couple good ones um omid what do you what do you got? yeah i'll go so bullet train was on my list but Joel, you covered all that so i'm gonna i'm your indie i'm your international boy traveling all the world so my has got a new one coming out this year right yes sir yes sir <laughs> uh broker it's coming out in he's i think he submitted it for can um so hopefully he wins another palm de Oro. i don't know how to pronounce it but he won I in think 2018 that was pretty bright before yeah he did it in he did it in 2018 for Shoplifters, which was his last film. Super, super excited about it. It's, it's a so it's actually a Korean film, um, which he's Japanese. So yeah, it's like the second film of his that he's filmed outside of the country, like produced and filmed outside of the country. Um, Song Kan Ho is starring in it, and for those if that name is not familiar, he it is. Be. Yeah, he starred in Parasite, Tax Driver. Most I would say the, one of the most prominent South Korean actors uh, working today, or not in South Korea, one of those prominent best actors we have uh, in the world today. So I'm super, super excited about that. And I'll just say like East Asian films is like, I'm not grouping them together. My number two is Decision to Leave. Yeah, that's Park's movie. By, yeah. yeah, Park. Okay, can I say the director's name? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm uh, Park John wooks uh, first feature film since The Handmaiden, which is an all-time favorite of mine. Uh, so we're eating this year. We are eating. We are, we're getting, we're getting all the films from the best, uh, some of the best directors alive and uh, both Park and Coretta's movies. I saw most of like, I, like I saw Shoplifters, I think a couple months after it came out, but I've caught up on their filmography since their last, like since our last film. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited to like watch it in real time and be able to, talk about it and i'm very very excited for Grant's movie like i I, think... I i sent you that and i completely forgot about it until you just mentioned it, it. Yeah. now i'm all excited again but i think i think a, a i think he yeah film, uh-huh. yeah he's doing a series film and a series. Yeah. yeah 
I think he might, and I've talked, I'm maybe, I know I've talked about a jewel before and I don't know if I brought up on the podcast, but I think he might be my favorite living director. Yeah. Like maybe, yeah. yeah definitely because there. like every one of his films, just, I, I was actually, I have some YouTube videos pulled up about his films. I'm very excited to watch them tonight. <laughs> it's just like the, the, the emotional connections he built with Disney's characters. I'm so, so excited for this film. Um, I didn't even know. So what I did today, cause like, the movies like I looked up like most anticipated movies of 2022 and I was like okay this is it <laughs> bye <laughs> um so then I went through my directors tomatoes uh, tomatoes corny tomato 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 tomato, tomato. Whereas I'm like roses, roses. roses yeah but um so then I went through my directors like on my top favorite films and I looked up directors like and lucky enough I found these so very excited very very excited for these oh, yeah. two Nice. Okay. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I got a, I got a, I got a grouping of two of two movies going along with this grouping theme. Um, I have these two are two science fiction adjacent science fiction. I don't even know science fiction thrillers. I guess I presume so. Looking at who the directors are, um, I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but there's some sci-fi that I really like, and these two directors are like two of the guys that are consistently or I think who I like um, the shit that they're going to put out. And I'm interested to see if I like their latest as much as I like their last one. And so uh, the first is, is Alex Garland's men. Um, the, the, uh, the new uh, it's an A24. It comes out. I think it's done. I think it comes out summer. I think it's a summer release, um, mm. but it stars, it stars Jesse Buckley. I don't really know anything about it, but Annihilation was one of my favorite movies of 2018. Absolutely mm-hmm. fucking incredible. I'm not as high on Ex Machina as most are, but I need to rewatch. Well, I, 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 need to, I need to rewatch. Ooh, um, tomato, 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 corny, corny, corny. I'm going to mute you. Uh, <laughs> You're you such can. a favorite. <laughs> I can. Uh, yes, you didn't like it either, so I don't know what you're talking about. I did not like it. I just didn't love it, but I need to. I want to watch it again, um, especially because of how much I loved Annihilation. So I'm really interested to see if I like men as much as I did um i did not see so garland put out devs what was it last year i did not watch devs yeah um, i need to watch that too but i heard mixed things but i heard it's it's garland being weird sci-fi i'm interested to see if if you know man is kind of because annihilation is a lot more of a horror movie than Ex yeah, Machina was. So movie. I'm, I'm interested to see if men can i think it's i think it, it looks is, more leaning horror exactly sure. so i'm hoping i'm really excited for that um and then my other sci-fi, probably horror thriller, I don't even fucking know, is uh, Brandon Cronenberg's Infinity Pool. Um, and so uh, Cronenberg's Possessor, incredible. Um, watched that last year. It came out in 2020. Um, absolutely fucking killer sci-fi movie. Absolutely killer. Um, and so Infinity Pool, um, starring Alexander Skarsgård. And I, I don't know what it is, but... Cronenberg is batshit crazy and Possessor was pretty batshit crazy and really cool and so I'm sure Infinity Pool is going to be cool it's not done yet I think there's I think it's still in production um so who knows if we'll even see it this year but I'm hoping we see it this year um I just give me give me give me some some cool sci-fi give me some cool creepy sci-fi I'm hoping that one of them or both of them hit just like their last you know their latest releases did so hopefully they can they can keep that one up. Um, You're not a sci-fi guy. 
not a huge, not a huge sci-fi guy. I love um, sci-fi. Neither am I. It depends on the time. No, you, know what I mean? you don't like any movies. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like well, any movies. Well, sci fi is really tough to create a connection with. You know what I mean? What the hell does that mean, yeah. Joel? No, I'm kidding. No. You're hating on all of these movies. You're I mean, hating on all these genres. You can hate on Babylon. I can't hate on Babylon. Let's yeah, see. I mean, here's one that I'll give another. I, an, I have one that Omid's excited about too. Oh, so I was going to say, I have one that Omid's going to hate. So let me, let me, oh. let's, let's, let's do this. And this is not one. Um, I love so, how you guys cater to me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're the star, man. You're the main character um but so my next grouping um this the question that i have framing this set of movies is um why do we make sequels and are they even worth it let's find out um we've got a bunch of sequels coming out this year you guys are such haters i also had a category that was like thank god we're getting these sequels oh i wonder if i wonder how many of the same sequels we have on here i got three sequels yeah that we'll see um in order of my excitement of okay. course, we've got our Spider-Verse sequel. Yes. Um, come on, I'm so fucking yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've gushed about Spider-Verse on this pod enough. So mm-hmm. give me another October one. October 7th. I love it. October 7th? Is that what it yeah. is? Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, then, of course, next, we've got uh, Knives Out 2. That's uh, not going to come out this year. Let's be it, realistic. It, yeah, it, it might. Out in the fall. It might come out this year. It okay. might. I'm excited um, for that. I don't know why, why I don't you think I will be. That's a fair point. Yeah, I like I, I like knives out a lot. I, didn't, I I forgot that you like knives out that much. Um, but you know, we got so we got Ryan Johnson. You know, bringing back the the wildly it's successful. Yeah, it's crazy how that that movie was so successful, bro. That movie did really well. Yeah. Um, people really liked a it. Joke it was, on Twitter, being like, "X person, X celebrity is gonna be on uh, knives out too." X and those it became drill. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's got a good cast. Yeah, dude, I've got like a really fun Batista's lineup. in it. Dave Batista's in it. Come on. Yeah. Um, Catherine Hahn. It looks good. And then my uh, my third sequel that is probably the hottest. Not I don't know if it's a hot take, but that like I probably shouldn't be excited for, but I am. James Cameron, Avatar two. It's finally I'm, here. I'm excited oh, for Avatar totally two. Yeah. yeah. Avatar two. I liked Avatar. Dude, so here's coming out. Here's my thing with it. Yeah, it, it's coming out. My thing with Avatar, I like, I have not seen it. I saw it in theaters with my dad. Yeah. Have not rewatched it since oh. since that day in 2009, right? Watching that movie was an, was an experience. I mean, it was. It's, and it was, it blew my mind, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm 11 years old, you know? Like, and fucking loving it. Like, I, the, the, I know it's a, it's a basic story and it's just rehashing old, old stories, but like, fuck it. I thought it was really cool. I really liked it as a kid. Yeah. And it's been 13 years. We yeah. knew that they were making another one. It's been yeah. in production forever. It's finally of coming. Is, <laughs> is it going to suck? <laughs> Probably. I, I, I can't say I have the highest expectations for it, but I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not excited because everyone now wants to hate on Avatar. No. Yeah. Will I rewatch Avatar beforehand? The answer is yes. So, so Avatar is like the it. biggest. The answer is probably no. <laughs> but I'm excited for Avatar 2. Let's let's get some good sequels this year. Yeah, um, my friend, oh sorry. No, Joel, you go. No, my friend went on a date with a guy once who said that the last like last couple of years, he said the last movie he saw in theaters was Avatar. Yeah. yeah. I like that blew my mind. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also have Top Gun too. Yeah, I'm not a Top Gun guy. So was. Never seen never seen the never seen the original. Um, that was the only other sequel on my list. Gotcha. What were you gonna say, Omid? I'm checking to see when Top Gun is oh. coming, it's out. coming but... out. Coming out May 27th. Okay. Anyways, 
uh what was this oh avatar 2 avatar yeah I, it's also avatar is the biggest movie ever like box yeah. office wise uh-huh. so um so people are gonna see avatar 2 like it or not because but i also was like 2009 with all those technical like how spectacular it was whatever anyways cool what are your next couple films um yeah one that maybe you'd be excited about um is going to be october 21st the banshees of inertion and inertion i don't actually know how to say that but um because i don't think it's a i don't know if it's a real place but it's the new martin mcdonough film um so this is re um this is reconnecting Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson from In Bruges with the same director. Oh, I heard about this. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. I love In Bruges. And I think that that is him and his brother know how to do black comedies very, very, very well. So I'm really excited for whatever this is going to be. And who else is in it? Barry Keon. So I'm super excited about that as well. Um, they're on an Irish island and one of them, they're lifelong friends. One of them no longer wants to be friends. So it's going to be awkward and fun. And I just, I'm that's excited for cool. that. I've, I've heard so that. yeah, that's going to come out in October. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for that now because Seven Psychopath is, yeah. one of, is one of my favorite films. So should be fun. You should also watch The Guard. The, the Guard, Guard is also really funny. Okay. Well, that's my list. <laughs> and then my other one that I'm really excited about um i'm excited about nope which is jordan peele's next movie Uh coming out july 22nd Mm -hmm. so i don't know if you guys saw i haven't seen uh, us but i see god i'm gonna see us it's on my it's on my shirt list i am gonna see us i haven't seen us i saw get out nope nope comes out so us was so fun in theaters for sure (laughs) you should watch that um so yeah this is reuniting jordan peele and dana kaluuya um, with Kiki Palmer, it looks vaguely, I mean, not even vaguely, it's aliens. Yeah. It's <laughs> not even vague in the trailer, but it is inevitably going to be a very interesting kind of Easter eggy film. He puts a lot of care into his movies. And I think they're such smart movies. I, I mean, I love Get Out. I loved Us too. I thought it was so fun um, and just scary and iconic. Just the the costuming alone was so iconic in Us. Um so, I mean, the man knows how to make movies. So I'm really excited about that one too. That one's in July. Oh, yeah. Me? Yes, sir. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to do like, this is a theme. I only have two directors, but still whatever. Uh, we have like, like very, uh, what's the word? Very prominent directors putting out a lot of films this year. We have Martin Scorsese's. Uh, what's it called? You're gonna take mine, killers of the flower moon. Correct. Um, and then Dave Fincher's putting out something as well. The killer. Are you? You just the killer. That, that was literally my my my. Next <laughs> Those are on my list. Too. My next one was the killer pair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there are a couple others. The two I just talked about earlier. So I, I'm very excited to have these. Very. Uh, what's it called? Iconic, legendary. I, yeah, like yeah, revered. I like revered, revered. Uh directors coming out of the woodworks this year with their films and i anticipate the thing about last year too is like i I, word comes of these films later on in the year so like i would have been a lot more excited for my top films that i know like for hide it was coming out a movie in 2021 um so yeah that's one pairing and then julie 
Well, it's continued on that pairing. Also, next goal wins. Hopefully, it's going to come out this year. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, right? it should. hopefully, the killer even comes out. I just saw that they were filming, starting filming like last month. So I don't even know. Yeah, but Michael Fassbender, both the Michael Fassbender Renaissance is yeah. upon us. I, I, you could you could put <laughs> two like eighteen year old NYU students in front of a camera with David Fincher behind it and a crime film. I'm watching it the night it comes out. <laughs> I just simply don't give a shit. Like, did you watch Mindhunter? Yeah, so I saw most of it. I've seen most yeah. of it. And I was really sad that he st- that he felt like he was done with that story and didn't want to do any more with it to go make this. This mm-hmm. better be fucking good. Um, yeah. Because Mindhunter's awesome. If you haven't but seen Fast it. But Fast in himself, I think, is such a, like, magnetic actor. I think about he's... I think about Jobs Ugh. all the time. I literally think about that movie. I literally <laughs> just think about him in that movie. Oh, that's that absolutely what I don't think about. But really? shame, hunger. Well, I wrote my thesis on Steve McQueen and three Michael Fassbender movies. Okay. So I've seen a lot of him in my lifetime, okay. but Shame and Hunger are two like powerhouse performances. Both. He's so good in those. But so this, this should be so good. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll see it this year. Sorry, what was your next grouping? I mean. Um, no, I only have one other film left on my list. Again, I 2022 ain't looking too strong in my books, but hopefully I'm, I'm uh, What's your, what's your last one then? Uh, can you know? I think I took. I think I'm taking one of yours, Nuss. Um, so animated movies surprisingly did really did, did, did really well for me, 2021. Um, and I'm 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 riding the wave, and I'm hoping it continues. Like literally four of my top ten, three of my top ten were animated movies. Flea, well, we can count it, whatever. But Turning Red. Pixar's latest new movie, Disney Plus exclusive. Um, yeah. Is it actually? Yeah, they 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 moved it totally to Disney Plus. Interesting. Exclusive. That's interesting. It is um, really interesting. So I'm I'm interested if that means that they don't really believe in it or. I think it might be you. Parents are going to be able to rewatch it so many fucking times because yeah. their kids want to see it. So it could be that. I think we'll have the analytics, but with streaming services, analytics don't really exist. So out externally, at least, I bet they have like actual numbers internally, but. Yeah, Turning Red looks very interesting. The 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 trailer's little is very fun. They they have a song on the trailer. I now listen I'll, while you guys talk. I'm gonna listen to see the trailer again. But um, I do like the like I do love that uh, Pixar and Disney are are, are diversifying their uh, stories and and this is based in Toronto, which is super cool as well. Which is cool. Um, but yeah, so those are my most anticipated movies: Broker, Bullet Train, Decision to Leave, Turning Red, and then the Scorsese, Fincher, and etc. Coming back. Yeah, I mean, you just you know, so I had, I had, you know. Oh, I I know what the song was. Sorry, Bye 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 is in the trailer. Bye Bye is having an and sing. Yeah, it's having yeah, a moment. It's just not going to beat How it Was in Red Rocket though. It doesn't matter. We don't. Hey, we don't know. No, I know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested, you know, to see which uh, which killer movie wins out in my mind. Um, so I'm, I'm super, super excited for, for both of those. But I mean, that Scorsese cast is just, it's just crazy. I mean, it's Scorsese and Leo. Come on. I mean, yeah. And De Niro. And De Niro. I mean, come yeah. On. Um, but then so I also have um, the my uh, a, a, a little grouping here, a nice little duo. Omid mentioned uh, Turning Red. But to me, there are two animated movies, two space animated movies, actually. And I'm interested to see uh, which one uh, I like more. Of course, uh, we have Pixar's Lightyear. Uh, Buzz is finally getting his own movie. 
um, which I cannot wait for as the biggest Toy Story stand in the world. Um, but even more interesting to me um, is Linklater's uh, Apollo 10 and a half. Um, it's, a, it's an animated movie based on the first moon landing, I believe. Um, and I just, I don't, I have no idea what it could possibly be. I'm sure it's going to be cool. I'm sure it's going to be very fun um, and, and lighthearted, but packing the punch as you would expect that of Linklater. Um, mm -hmm. And so I don't think that has a release date yet, but it's a Netflix movie. So it will be widely available whenever it's, it's done. What? I saw the movie. Like when I was looking up releases, I saw that. I didn't know it was animated. So maybe that, that is it's more intriguing than if it wasn't. Yeah, man. It's, it's, um, it's animated. I think it's going to be like um, his previous like waking life. Yeah. It's going to be animated like that. Like that. Yeah, sure. Um, we'll see, and light, yeah. lighter, I laugh because like I went up like, on Twitter, there's pick like there'll be like oh we know where, we know where, uh Buzz was on January sixth, which is the picture of him because of yeah, the shots of the crew out. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we know where he was. Uh, don't ask him who he voted for in the 2016 oh to 2020 God. election. Some I will watch it, but I'm like, all right, here here we go with the, with the hick conservative uh Buzz Lightyear. Um, so Apollo ten and a half also has Jack Black. Zachary yeah. Levi and Glenn Powell, which I am excited for. Oh, really? I just rewatched School of Rock, and um, oh, so you, what a what a great duo <laughs> Jack Black and Linklater are. Legendary. So I'm I'm really excited to see that. It's gonna be a good one. Um, so yeah, you know I'm interested for those two animated space ones, and then uh, my last movie that I'm excited for um, is the new Yorgos. We got a we, we're getting a new we're getting a new Yorgos um, Yorgos Lanthimos. Is putting out poor things this year. Um, I mean, we got we got Emma Stone, we got Willem Dafoe, we got Rami Youssef. I mean, this is a this is a, an interesting cast, like mm -hmm. a really cool and interesting cast. I don't really know anything about the movie, but it's it's Yorgos, so you it's have be to be, it's gonna be good. you have to be excited. It's gonna be fucking batshit weird because <laughs> he doesn't know how not to do it because he's one of the more batshit. I've been so I, you know. I watched Duel, Riley Stearns' new movie um, from, mm -hmm. uh, during Sundance. And Stearns is kind of like, he, he makes jokes on Twitter all the time about how everyone calls him like Lanthimos Light. And he mm -hmm. kind of is. Um, but so I'm really like excited to see a new Yorgos movie. Like watching Duel was like, yeah, I like this weird, quirky, fucking just, just off movies. Who does it better than Yorgos? I don't know. So mm -hmm. I'm, I mean, the favorite was his last one, right? Yeah. Favorite. Yeah. And so, like, that came out a while ago. That was 20. Yeah. 18. Was 18? 18 was it? Um, so, you know, he clearly wanted to, to work with Emma Stone again. She was great in that one. I, the favorite is probably my favorite of his movies. Um, and so, I'm hoping that that continues um, and we get another really, really strong one out of him. And so, those are, those are my most anticipated movies and groupings and questions for the year and uh you know hopefully they turn out well yeah i have um one last category yeah um poor things is definitely like on my list as well um so my last character category is what i'm going to call the rom-com of 2022 
which I think has already kind of started. We got Marry Me with Owen Wilson and JLo, which was perfectly fine. We got I Want You Back with Jenny Slate and Charlie Day, which I loved. Did you really? And then we're heading, I, it's really, yeah. I, I saw that. It's on, it's on Prime, right? I, I, was also, like I love Jenny Slate. So, I mean, I'm going to watch at pretty much anything she's in, but it was it was a really delightful rom-com. I think it was like perfectly pleasant. And I, I we need more of those. And I think that there was such a high like time for that in the early 2000s there was a good time for this in the 90s and i think we're kind of getting back to the swing of things when it comes to good rom-coms that are just pleasant to have around and have on and we're getting two queer films as well this year we're getting fire island and we're getting bros so we're getting a judd apatow rom-com um led by billy eichner that is going to come out september 30th i think so i'm excited about that um, I'm, I'm more excited for Fire Island, which is written by Joel Kimbooster, starring Joel Kimbooster with, um, oh, directed yeah. by Andrew, Andrew on, I think, with Bo and Yang, with, um, Matt Rogers. I love Las Culturistas as well. It's another great podcast. Um, so super excited for that. I think it's, it's going to be, it's kind of a reimagined Pride and Prejudice, Joel said. So, um, comes out on my birthday as well, June 3rd. So can't wait. Going to be on Hulu. And then we also have a George Clooney and Julia Roberts yeah. led um, rom-com with Billy okay, Lord. Okay, 2001. What? I said, okay, 2001. Like that's with their prime. And yeah, but it's going to have Billy Lord as well. Um, Ticket to Paradise. That also, that comes out the same day as the McDonough movie, October 21st. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a really a big, day. big weekend for me. Um, yeah, I'm really, really excited about those. And then... I have a few other like on my short list that I think are going to be great. Hopefully they're going to come out. The Northman is going to come out soon, which I think is going to be pretty. I don't even know what the trailer looks insane. So it's I'm excited. Insane because it's Eggers. I mean, it's just what yeah. <laughs> and then Bradley Cooper's Maestro about Leonard Bernstein is going to come yeah. out hopefully this year. Jeremy Strong's in that as well. So that is on my list. Um, yeah, I think those were my my top. There's a couple um, like biopics or that are coming out, right? There's a Marilyn Monroe one, right? Yeah, blonde. Yeah, yeah blonde. blonde. Anna Darmas. That's here. oh, Dark it's Dominic that's doing blonde, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, which is going to yeah. be cool. I know Dark Scorsese's Waters. doing a, a Jerry Garcia one after, mm. right? Um, after goes with Fire Moon, I believe. I think. Jonah Hill is Jerry Garcia. I might be making that up, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's is it coming out this year. No, no, no. I don't think it's coming out this oh, year. Gotcha. I, just, I think that's his next movie. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see if we get a couple, a couple good, uh, a couple good. Yeah, the cast for Blonde is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, Agent Brody's Arthur Miller. Yeah. And then Bobby Cannavale is uh, Joe DiMaggio. Is he really? Yeah, that's that, that like actually really that's, works. Both of them work. <laughs> both of them work. Yeah, maybe Adrian Brody is no, maybe not for Arthur Miller, but still. Um, well, wow. so, you know, it's 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 it, that's oh. a lot of movies, man. We got a lot of good stuff. Oh, I, I know it means a little down on the year, but um, we also have Olivia Wilde's um, "Don't Worry, Darling." Yeah, that, I get, I get, I'm getting weird vibes. Not weird vibes, but that ended their marriage, their partnership with uh, Jason Statham. I'm like. What's going on over here? Yeah. Um, no, I'm not down on it. I just 
what what we're anticipating is nothing's catching my eye outside of the ones I listed because we'll learn about so many new movies coming out or like some surprise things being like so I'm not down on the year I'm just like not there's not movies where I'm like holy shit I cannot wait for this to come out yet but um it'll happen it'll get there you'll hear it well we'll see but uh stay tuned and we'll be reviewing a lot of those probably I would presume here on on the drive home um but next week um or maybe like in a week and a half um it's oscars time i mean we are we're in oscars season you know we talked a little bit about it um a couple weeks ago we talked about the noms a little bit but we will do our our annual oscars preview show coming up next where we tell you who we think is going to win take home those little trophies who we think should take home those little trophies um you know everything stupid about the oscars and yet we're going to spend a shit ton of time talking about it so who are the real clowns here um so we got that to look forward to also if you uh listen to our 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 last draft episode our coming of age draft um mr uh mr ansari here had a a, a dominating win dominating dominating win the right Um, word exactly it is it is the right word and a surprising upset dominate in which i believe jewel and i had clearly like the two best teams and it wasn't even close no 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 no, no. not and the best we, team no what, but, what, what we you didn't even s- vo- hey the people voted the people they the didn't people have the voted. best teams they just had the most uh widely accessible films yet no. i chose my heart what are you talking about they were also matt and i also had like kind of, like interchangeable lists yes. so obviously we liked each other's yes. list yes that is yeah true. but <laughs> everyone else liked mine but everyone else liked omid so omid was good too omid my list Omid is great. You, Omid keeps winning out here. Omid wins a lot of these. Um, yeah, because I know what I know what I like is what the people like too. Yeah, I mean, he's a man of the people. So Omid's got a Omid's got a free pick that uh, will probably be coming in soon. Or hopefully, he has it for us for the next episode. Yeah, um, well, we might. Well, because last I checked, last no, Oscars you, episode you tell was us, own. You tell us. No, I know. Okay, gotcha. I was gonna say because last Oscars episode did take no, a long. It was a long. It was Oscars pre. Oscars gets long. We talk about it, you know. Yeah. But that's Talk another one where we're movies. making, you know what I mean? We, little competition. Yeah. We'll see who can who can win. I, I believe I won the Oscars last year. And we watched um, some dumbass movie. I don't know I what will, it was. Uh, but I will try and, and keep my crown. So so tune in to our next episode to sound educated about the Oscars as we try and pretend to sound educated about the Oscars. Um, go see The Batman. It's out in theaters right now. Let us know what movies you're most looking forward to this year. You can shoot us a DM on Twitter or Instagram at the Drive Home Pod. You can follow all of us on Letterboxd. All that information is in our bio on those social media platforms. Um, but for now, that's all we have. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Where's Wayne? Uh, I'm not doing it.